All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation This episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Get some delicious coffee and taste the Kona difference. Head over to HawaiianIsles.com. You can also find their delicious coffee at Amazon. My name is Adrian Benjamins, and this is a special show for me, you guys, because I am joined by Neil Rochlani. Neil, how are you, brother? I am so happy you're back on with you. <laughs> it, Adrian, it's been months and months and months. You and I did the show last season. It's my first appearance this year. And when I had the opportunity, I was so excited for it. If you guys are new to the show, if this is your first season, Neil and I, we, Neil, we basically were the full-time regular hosts 
all of last year, right? I mean, it was basically you and I uh, going all week long, I think. And uh, man, I haven't talked to you, as you said, I haven't talked to you in forever. This is a special treat for me, Neil. I miss you, brother. I know we would talk every single night. It was so, it was it was a labor of love, and I I always just uh, love talking hoops with you. And then it just ended. It's like I've been going through this, you know, the breakup stages. Oh so man! With you. Well, that makes me feel good because the feeling is mutual. I thought maybe I thought maybe it was good because I thought probably by the end of that eighty-two game season, I was probably driving you crazy so uh but man i definitely miss you man so this is this is outstanding you guys this is gonna be a special show for me and uh man i uh, hey maybe you can even come on for some some other shows if we if uh if you know i'm on every sunday and monday maybe if kurt beach and corbin are out maybe you can fill in on some future shows because i miss talking to you brother i know anytime you want me just hit me up all right come back on well we got a five game slate down so not too much to talk about i think it's gonna go pretty quickly but before we start i can't think of anything major i don't think there's been any huge trades or injuries but i'll check in on you neil anything you think we need to hit up before we start i, I don't see anything yeah the only thing i wanted to perhaps hit up i don't know if you guys are doing the weekend shows um but uh karis levert coming back mm. yesterday that was the one thing that's happened over the weekend that I think is newsworthy. Played 15 minutes yesterday against the Raptors. Um, you know, had a nice shooting night, five of seven from the field. Cer- certainly, his minutes are going to ramp up. We'll see how that impacts uh, the rest of the team. But um, so far, if you've been holding on to him or you've been waiting, obviously pick him up. I think he'll be a solid starter the rest of the way. I'm happy that you mer- that you mentioned. Lavert and he is a player I have a lot of shares of. I got him in the hoop ball staff league, got him in my home league. So him coming back affects my team in a very positive way. Now, the interesting thing is I actually benched him in those roto leagues where you got like a game a game cap in each spot because I you know, I knew he was gonna be coming off the bench for limited minutes. As you mentioned, had a great game. So uh I'm thinking, all right, here we go. I think I'm just gonna move him in my lineup. I believe we're hearing that he's going to sit out this next game. I believe it's tomorrow because it is the first game of a back to back. So that feels a little disappointing because you've been waiting so long for him to get back. But also I guess you can kinda understand, you know, after missing so much time maybe they want to play it safe but then also the flip side neil it was like a thumb injury right so you're thinking ah why not just let this guy go and let him loose i don't know what do you think about it neil yeah i mean the games cap is the um consideration are you gonna i usually wait until i see a 22 to 24 minute game and then i'll throw my throw a person back in who i expect to play high 20s low 30 minutes that's like that's the sign for me so are you going to play him in uh, on the uh, Tuesday night game when he's back? So I, I, so I think I have the same thinking as you. I think I have the same mentality as you. I kind of wait till he looks like he's getting those starter minutes or until he moves in the starting lineup. And the only reason is, you know, even though he put up that good game in that last one, I think it was yesterday, um, in just minutes in the teen range, you know, if the shot's not falling, that could be a really ugly 
stat line right there. So until I see that, uh, just as you said, until the minutes get into that 20 range or starter type minutes, I think I'll, I'll, I'll just leave them on my bench. Yeah, yeah that, that's what that's, that's, but I don't, I don't have them anywhere, so I don't have the decision to make. But yeah, that's, I tend to go conservative though. So I tend to yeah. wait until I, I see it ramp up before I play it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the only news I think I have. I don't see anything really else. That's that all I got too. Let's, let's do it, man. This is, uh, oh man, I'm like getting nostalgic. Let's jump right into these box scores. Neil, I'm going to lead us off first. I think, I believe the first game of the day today was the New York Knicks at the LA Clippers. The Clippers getting the victory. This one was a tight one, 135 to 132. Um, you know, a little interesting because Kawhi Leonard, this was a rest day for him. Clippers haven't been playing super great lately. and uh, But you know what? Let me look in on the Knicks side of this game first. And I'll start with Marcus Morris, who's been having an outstanding season. 38 points to go along with two steals, a block, an assist, five rebounds, six threes uh, on 13 of 19 shooting from the field. He was six of 10 from the line rj barrett's been real up and down the inconsistency's kind of been an issue rookie but uh today was a decent day 24 points to steal a block six rebounds one three on seven of 11 shooting from the field he was nine of 11 from the line julius randall 16 points two steals four assists eight rebounds one three on six of 14 shooting from the field he was three of six from the line frank nilakina getting the start here alfred payton missing this game um I don't think he pay, I don't think Peyton's going to miss much time, so don't worry too much about Peyton. But Nilakina in 28 minutes, he got seven points, five assists, four rebounds, one three. If you want to stream him with Peyton out, I uh, that's that sounds good. Um, let's see, Gibson got the start, but only got 19 minutes. He had 11 points, six rebounds, and assists a steal. Hope you guys aren't counting on Taj Gibson off the bench oh you know what i guess i should mention for sure mitchell robinson came off the bench 22 minutes kind of a bad one for him eight points one steal one block one assist two rebounds on four or five shooting other than that man not much to talk about neil i remember last year man the knicks were every time i feel like you and i were talking about the knicks it was just so much aggravation and frustration because of those crazy uh, weird minute rotations and lineups and and so you know for fantasy purposes the Knicks are not the funnest team. What do you think about them, Neil? They've never been a fun team, uh, <laughs> fantasy or reality. Unfortunately, um, great city by the way, but uh, just not a great basketball team. Um, I, I do agree with you on Nilakina. Nilakina, when he is getting twenty eight plus minutes, he's actually decent. So I would stream him if. Um, like you said, I don't think Peyton's going to be out long-term. It's just it's a personal reason, so I imagine um, it's a one-game thing. We'll see if uh, there's something more to it. But uh, Nilakina is the one guy to keep an eye on. He's probably out there in most leagues. Um, other than that, it's, it's really just Marcus Morris and Randall that are your staples. And then Barrett, I guess. I mean, if you have him, you have to start him. But uh, he, like you said, he's been up and down all year. Um, no one really off the bench. And, you know, this... Uh, Mitchell Robinson's been such a disappointment, right this season. Um, expecting to have a great year, just ten and seven 
just two blocks and um, that free throw percentage is kind of hurting you too. So um, we thought he'd have a lot more minutes this year, just averaging 22 a game and not putting up a great line. Um, I'm going to hop over to the Clippers unless there's anything else you want to talk about. On nope. The All right. Like you said, uh, Kawhi sat after yesterday's debacle against the Grizzlies, even though they uh, he played then. Tonight, um, Paul George carried the low with 32 points, four rebounds, three assists, two steals. Did have seven turnovers, um, nine of 14 shooting, though, nine of 11 from the line, five three-pointers. Always good for those three-pointers. Um, Harkless. Uh, had a really rough night here. Just two points on one of four shooting, um, six re- rebounds, no assists, no steals, two blocks. Kind of salvage of anything there. Uh, Zubac, he's someone who I've, I thought about streaming earlier to kind of get rebounds and percentage, uh, uh, field goal percentages, but it's just not enough there today. Just 12 minutes, four points, two rebounds, nothing to speak of. The starting unit really just didn't get a lot of playing time. Patrick Patterson, just 13 minutes, not much to talk about. Beverly, uh, 29 minutes, pretty much consistently in that minute range. Tonight, six points, five rebounds, six assists, one steal on three of seven shooting. Um, unless he knocks down a couple threes and gets a couple steals, I kind of stay away from him. So I think he's a big gamble. Um, Shemet off the bench played 13 minutes. Uh, but they're big guys off the bench. Uh, Williams and Harrell both had fantastic nights. Williams, 32 points, two rebounds, nine assists, nine of 18 shooting, eight of eight from the free throw line, six three-pointers. And then Harrell, 34 points, six rebounds, three assists, uh, 13 and 21 from the field, eight of 12 from the line. Um, and then Jeff Green uh, off the bench. Oh, excuse me, Jermichael Green. Who am I thinking? Uh, sorry about that. 11 points, 10 rebounds, three assists. A nice game there, four or seven shooting. Can't trust it though. So, not much here to take away. Um, I don't know how close you've been following the Clippers. They're in your neck of the woods uh, when uh, Kawhi is out. Is there anyone that comes to mind when he's out? No. Because tonight, tonight, nothing was really there. No, it's just really a boost to your main guys, Paul George. And then Lou Williams is almost guaranteed to have a good game when um, Kawhi but you know those guys are viable kind of must start guys even when Kawhi plays but you know uh, really fun to see three players tonight get 30 plus points um, in Paul George Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams and just gotta say too I I I I was wrong on Lou Williams it, it, leading into the year I, I didn't think he was going to be good I thought you know with the addition that they had with Paul George and Kawhi and Sh- and Shamet. I didn't think Lou Williams was really gonna. I thought his days were numbered, and I was wrong, man. This guy just keeps doing his thing. And then, other than that, uh, Neil, you were right on on your takes. And you know, the Clippers one of these teams where it's just these main guys in uh, Paul George, Montrez Harrell, Kawhi Leonard, Lou Will, and then everyone else is just kind of fringy. Pat Bev, you know, you can trust. And, you know, Zubok is, like you talked about, maybe streaming for some board. It's like these guys, are you almost want to trust them, but they'll have a bad game, then they'll have a good game. It's just really just those main guys doing the heavy lifting and the fringy guys. Sometimes they go off for a good game, and then sometimes they disappear. So hard to trust them. Um, kind of a tough team for fantasy because, um, you know, other than those main, ga- main guys, not a lot there. I don't know. What do you think about it, Neil? 
Yeah, it's just I can't. I can't. Uh, those fringy guys, you really have to be able to know when they're going to perform well. And if you can do that like two-thirds of the time, I'd say it's worth it. But I, I'm a coin flip. I can't, I can't figure it out. So and, and I they stay have, away. And they have so many of these fringy guys. Like Mo Harkless could have a good game. Jermichael Green had a double-double tonight. But Jermichael Green could completely disappear in the next one. Shemet or like it's, it's crazy. I've actually gone through to a couple – Clipper games this season in person, and uh, I, I think I saw Terrence Mann blow up at one game I was at. So it's it's just really hard, as you said, to peg which one of these guys is going to go off. Um, so I don't know. It's an interesting team. All right, uh, let's move on to the next game. The Portland Trailblazers taking on the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat getting the victory, 122-111. to I'm going to check in on the Portland side of this game first. I guess I'll start with Damian Lillard, who played a whopping 42 minutes in this one. Had 34 points, 12 assists, 3 steals, 1 rebound. He was 6 of 12 from downtown, 11 of 22 from the field, 6 of 7 from the line. Um, let's see, Hassan Whiteside, man. I missed the boat on this guy. I, I, I just, I don't know, not a big Whiteside fan, but he's won me over this year. Uh, he, I feel like he flirts with 20, 20 games on a nightly basis, and tonight was no different. 21 points with 18 boards and two blocks. I mean, you can't ask more than that from him if, if you drafted Whiteside. Um, anchoring your field goal percentage, 9 of 12 from there, and didn't even hurt you from the line. He was 3 of 3, so it was a pretty outstanding game from Whiteside. Um, other than that, I sh- I definitely need to mention C.J. McCollum out of this one. So um, Carmelo Anthony, disappointing, 11 points, 3 assists, 2 rebounds, no threes, and shot a poor 11 of 3 from the field, 5 of 6 from the line. But Carmelo Anthony's been a pretty pleasant surprise um, if you picked him up. Kent Bazemore, man, I, you know, when um, – when Hood went down, I picked up Bazemore in a lot of spots, and I've already moved on. Um, in 35 minutes, he does very little. Seven points. Did have nine rebounds, but n- not a single defensive stat. One three. Um, it's just not happening for Bazemore. Trent got the start, but I think he only had 17 minutes, six points. The interesting guy, if McCollum does miss time, I don't think McCollum's going to miss much time. Um Anthony Simons, 19 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds, 2 threes on 8 of 15 shooting. Um, He he could be worth a stream in these games where either Lillard or McCollum end up missing a game. I think he could be a guy you could stream in some deeper leagues. In shallower leagues, you're probably not even looking at him. Um, Other than that, not much to talk about. Um, Yeah, that's about it. Neil, what do you think of the Trailblazers? Yeah, sp- speaking of uh, missing on uh, <clears throat> guys this year, like uh, Kamala Anthony, I thought would not have any fantasy <laughs> value, and he's actually doing okay. You know, he's shooting forty three percent, eighty percent from the line, sixteen six, just assists, but gets uh, you know almost a one and one on steals and blocks. So yeah, he's fine. Um, like you said, rough game tonight. Um, uh, let's see, I'm not really. I mean, Whiteside obviously has been like you said an anchor of any uh, like rebounding field goal percent team. Um, other than that, though, I'm not really excited. Uh, obviously, Lillard is uh, is a stalwart, but um, the other guys, uh, even tonight, uh, Baysmore, I thought might shine with the absence of uh, McCollum, and 
He really didn't do that much. Took nine shots, just made two of them. So um, he's someone he's kind of been on my watch list. Uh, same with Simons. Simons had a high watermark tonight in terms of minutes, so I'm not going to uh, expect this going forward, even if there is another, even if um, they start to go tank mode. So um, I don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm not really, I'm not seeing much here to pick up on, unfortunately. You know, I, I want to add real quick too. it looks like just an illness for CJ McCollum. So maybe a flu or something like that. So definitely don't expect him to miss much time. I mean, probably most likely will be ready for the next game. And Neil, I just want to ask you super quick. There's been rumors that a guy like Kevin Love could get traded out of Cleveland. I think he's vocally said he'd love to join a contender like the Trailblazers. I believe he's from that Portland area. What would you think about a guy like um, Kevin Love joining this roster? Do you think he would be a guy uh, that could still have some fantasy value if if he joined this team? Yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, I think he wants out of Cleveland pretty badly. Um, that's pretty uh, evident. <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, my my biggest. He would still be very fantasy relevant. I don't. My biggest concern would be the rebounds for Whiteside might come down a little bit, and um, Anthony might take a hit. Uh, they kind of they're kind of redundant in the boat. They the great scores, but can't really play defense. Um, so I don't know how that would shake out. But um, yeah, I, I would love to see him go there and try. I just think Portland might be not trying this year. They're in such a bad position now, right? They're like out west. They're a uh, tenth, I believe, and they um, seven games under five hundred. So Ooh. I don't, I don't see them doing it. Unfortunately, I agree. What what went down on the other side of this game? Oh, yeah. On the uh, Heat side tonight, Butler was out. Jimmy Butler was out. So Derek Jones Jr. is probably the big story of the night. Um, came in, played 36 minutes, 19 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, and 2 blocks on 8 of 17. Shooting 2 of 2 from line, 1 3-pointer. Um, so he's the one that I think you can play whenever someone's out. I just don't know how long Butler's going to be out for. I don't think it's going to be any uh, length of time, but he's someone to kind of like stream if you have same day pickups. Um, uh, let's see other guys here that continue to impress. Bam has been there. Uh, it's been so good this year. 20 points, eight rebounds, six assists, one steal, one block. The big downside has been his free throw percentage, which again, tonight kind of hurts you two for six, but uh, did go nine of 10 from the field. Kendrick Nunn playing strong as usual, uh, 14 points, two rebounds, five assists and a steal. Myers Leonard had a decent game in 23 minutes, but he's not someone I trust. 11 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists on 4 of 8 shooting. Uh, Duncan Robinson has looked decent at times. 6 points tonight, 7 rebounds in 35 minutes. Uh, shot horrendously, 2 of 11 from the field. Off the bench, the big night was uh, Goran Dragic. I have him in one of my main home league, and I, I'm always hesitant to start him. I'm glad I did tonight. Uh, 29 points. Three rebounds, 13 assists. He is very hit or miss. Tonight he hit 11 to 17 from the field and seven three-pointers. So big night for him. Uh, Tyler Hero, or Hero um, 28 minutes off the bench. Not much in the stat line. Uh, James Johnson had a decent light, but he's someone who's too fringy for me. So the only takeaway here is Derek Jones Jr. He's someone who may be available in your leagues. Um, if Butler is out again, I would continue to... Um, start him it looks like butler's a back injury we'll see how long he was going to sit for uh love love that take um love that take on derrick jones jr man he looked great it's just that guy 
is a highlight reel every single night with those dunks, man. He is outstanding. Bam out of Bayou. I, I was fortunate enough to draft him in a few spots, and I'm loving it. But I'm glad you mentioned his free throw percentage. Probably the one negative. But, you know, still returning second-round value in nine-category leagues. So, uh, you know, most likely drafted in that three to five range. So three to rounds, three to five range. So you got to be pretty happy still with Bam. And just want to say in general, man, the Miami Heat, I believe they're sitting as the third seed right now in the Eastern Conference. Neil, I did not expect the Heat to be this good. Did you? No, I thought they'd be just outside the top four, though. I thought they would be. I thought it would go Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Boston, Indiana, and then Miami and Indiana, uh, Miami and um, uh, Toronto kind of competing for the four and five, for the five and six seed, excuse me. But no, I did not see a three seed on this. So they, they've been playing fantastic. Yeah, been playing really great. Just uh, I, f- I feel like, you know, it feels like Miami never has a high draft pick in the NBA lottery, yet they still score on, you know, Bam Adebayo. I don't remember where they drafted him, but I feel like he's a steal. Like, this guy could be a perennial all-star going forward. Kendrick Nunn has been a pleasant surprise. Uh, Tyler Hero, they just have these young – it's like – They've got a nice mix of veterans like Jimmy and Goran Dragic, and then now an injection of youth, and it's just a nice mix. A pretty good team that around come playoff time, it could be pretty scary. This team. Oh yeah, they had. I don't know if you saw that game against the Lakers earlier this year. Mm -hmm. They came down to the final shot with Butler a chance to win it, and they looked every bit as good as when they're playing their best. They can compete against anyone, I think. So. It'll be fun. I don't think the East is a foregone conclusion in terms yeah. of the playoffs. You I mean, know, I think Milwaukee will win the regular season, but we'll see what happens. I love that you just said that because, I, I mean, this year, I don't know, maybe I say this every year. This year feels like the so exciting. Like, it feels so wide open. Like, the East is uh, the East is a blast. You know, usually we rag on the East, but with the Bucks playing well, the Celtics, the Raptors without uh, with losing Kawhi, they've been outstanding. Philly, you know, we expected Philly to be up at the top of that list. They're sitting as team number five. So the East has all of a sudden become a lot of fun with all these teams being good. So, uh, man, I can't wait for playoffs, Neil. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I can't wait. I think Boston's going to be sneaky good. Hey, I, and I think th- my, I think Miami is too, like you said. I think both those teams could find their way yeah. to the conference finals. We'll yeah, see. Definitely. All right, let's 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 keep rolling here. Let's go to the next game. Um, I believe it was the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, the Timberwolves getting the victory 118-103. to I'm going to check in on the Wolves' side of this game. Uh, you know what? I'm going to start with Andrew Wiggins because he's been he's been out of the lineup for a while. Got to be happy that he returned. He's been a pretty pleasant surprise. Not a great game tonight. Only shot 6 of 19 for 15 points, but did have two steals, four assists, and seven rebounds, and one three. Maybe shaking off a little rust here, so you're definitely sticking with Wiggins if you got him. Uh, Robert Covington, Lord Covington, 15 points, four steals, two assists, Four rebounds, four threes on five of 13 shooting. He was one of two from the line. It's a pretty good game from him. Um, The guy who I completely didn't see and missed on, I looked in all my leagues to see if I could pick this guy up, and he's already gone. Like, I I don't know how I just completely missed the boat on this guy. Shabazz Napier, 
21 points, one steal, seven assists, two rebounds, two threes on a very efficient eight of 10 shooting from the field. Perfect three of three from the line. Uh, I think maybe this guy needs to be picked up in quite a few leagues if he's still available. Uh, You know, Jeff Teague is just, uh, it looks like he is going to come off the bench for the rest of the season, although, you know, Teague only playing 17 minutes tonight, I think he'll play more minutes than that. But Napier, I feel like, has been pretty solid lately. Um, another guy who's been a pretty fun stream with Carl Anthony Towns out is Gorgie Dang. 22 points, 4 blocks, 13 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 threes from this guy on 8 of 10 shooting from the field, 2 of 2 from the line. You know, it's almost... Um, it's almost disappointing when you see what this guy's capable of. And then when Cat comes back, it's like he goes back to the bench in a, just a backup center role in a low teen type minute role. And it's, 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 it's almost like you're seeing this guy's talents getting wasted away um, on this team. But, hey, keep riding Dang while Cat is out. I think Cat is getting closer. So, um this party might come to an end soon, but um, let's just keep it going while it lasts. Jarrett Culver is starting to definitely heat up, you know, rookie, a little inconsistency. Uh, We see him have a good game, completely disappear for stretches, but he's a guy I think is a little sneaky where I'm curious if he can put it together, get going, and maybe after the All-Star break or second half of the season, maybe this is a guy we can rely on. The Timberwolves really don't have much to play for. 14-21 and 21 is their record, so you, you kind of have to think that they just uh, look to develop the young guys, and I think Culver would be a guy that, that would benefit if they really kind of go into that tank mode. Culver, 14 points, 2 blocks, Four steals and six defensive stats. That's outstanding. Three assists, three rebounds, two threes on six of 11 shooting. Um, other than that, man, the bench is kind of ugly. I don't trust anyone off this bench. Um, what do you think of the Timberwolves? Um, I like what you said about Napier. I think he's out there in, in some leagues that I'm in. Um like more shallow leagues. So I, I might go out there and get him. I, I've been a little bit hesitant because I didn't know how secure this role is for him, but he's been getting 30 plus minutes every night for the last um, four games. So I, I think you can trust him now. So if somehow he's still out there in your league, I highly recommend picking him up. Jang, of course, like you said, he, he's always been sort of this fantasy darling that we were all rooting for to get minutes. And he's now he's getting them. He's showing why we're all excited about him. In prior years, uh, like you said, though, it's not going to last unless they decide to shut Cat down for some reason. Um, Culver, like you said, he's he'll be great. Uh, the, um, I imagine Minnesota will go into tank mode um, perhaps in a month or two, and he's one to own, although his percentages are kind of scary. Mm. We'll see if that changes. Uh, but uh, tonight had a good night, like you said, 6 of 11 shooting. Um, other than that, not much else to talk about. Um, uh, what, good to see Wiggins back and having a good game good to see him playing you know decent basketball you know uh someone who had that high expectations coming out and number one pick got traded right away had never really lived up to that like he's gonna be an all-star but uh he's playing better basketball so good to see for that um on the on the other thoughts before i go to cleveland nope 
All right, on the Cleveland side, uh, their backcourt, let's start there. Colin Sexton, 19 points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals, 7-17 shooting, four, four from the line, and a three-pointer. Uh, Darius Garland, uh, the rookie, had 14 points tonight, two, just two assists. Uh, both these guys combined for four assists, so not much passing there. Um, four of 12 shooting himself on four, four from the line, and two three-pointers. Uh, I had a dust double check, Adrian. John Henson getting the start at center. Seven mm-hmm. points, 11 rebounds, three assists, one block. Um, I'm not sure how long he's going to be there. Um, uh, Chetty Osmond, someone you and I both kind of uh, were, were kind of uh, en- enchanted by last year a bit, right? We're at least enticed by him. Uh, kind of up and down, same this year. Hasn't really looked like he's improved much. Seven points, two rebounds, one assist, three of eight shooting. Kevin Porter Jr. Um, getting the start here. Nine, just played 19 minutes, so six points, five rebounds, and a steal. They, this team, uh, new coach, uh, a lot of young players, a lot of players getting different minutes uh, night in, night out. So it's really hard to trust. Um, and right now they're just uh, hurting. Um, Larry Nance out. Tristan Thompson, is he not out? Uh, no, yeah, he was ruled out. He was yeah. ruled out tonight too. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I didn't see him on the injury report though. Um, so Dante Exum uh, had a nice night. I just want to highlight him because um, a couple years ago I thought he might play a decent role in Utah when he was back there. Um, I thought he had some skills, um, and usually that translates that ultimately to playing time and fantasy value. Uh, tonight, twenty-eight points, three rebounds, two assists, one steal on eleven and thirteen shooting. So clearly not sustainable um four or four from three-point land so uh i don't i guess you keep an eye on him if they do go to tank mode they want to see what how good he is perhaps we'll get a lot more minutes and he's someone who i think he could be good in that role but um it's still always a way to kind of look at look at him as a pickup um cleveland uh, they're kind of the Knicks, adrian i kind of <laughs> stay away from all, all the cavaliers i know i know tristan thompson's had a decent year uh, other than that, though, it's it's kind of uh, slim pickings. Yeah, I I agree with you, Neil. The Cavs, it's just it it feels Knicks ish, right? Like it's ugly. Um, the roster's not pretty. I love your take on Dante Exum. I, I mean, this game from him tonight was outstanding, and it feels like if uh, Sexton or Garland went down, or if they got traded or something like that, I feel like we'd be like rushing to pick up Dante Exum, especially after how he looked here tonight. And then just also want to mention, I believe Kevin Porter Jr. may have got hurt tonight. Uh, I was actually looking at highlights of this game. He had a non-contact knee injury, just kind of tweaked it weird, but went down to the ground, was, was down on the ground for a long time. I think he had to be helped to the locker room. So this could be something... Uh, where Kevin Porter Jr. misses some time, which is majorly disappointing because um, we're just talking about right now about how ugly this roster is. You would think that Kevin Porter Jr., you know, maybe a guy they can develop. Uh, so if if he is indeed hurt, it, that could be um, a major disappointment. And then other than that, you know, that front court, no Kevin Love, no Tristan Thompson, Larry Nance is out right now. Uh, so it was Henson getting the start and, uh, the Cavs just really banged up. A lot of weird news, Neil, with Kevin Love. Um, 
he had an outburst towards the GM. He had, I, I saw the highlights of the game. I think it was on, I think it was just last night where he kind of had this weird thing where he got mad at Colin Sexton. I don't know, some weird stuff. He he posted a tweet of the Joker, of uh, Joaquin Phoenix's <laughs> Joker, and said mood. So I don't know, man. I think Kevin Love really wants out of there. I would imagine that the Cavs, wouldn't mind dealing Kevin Love as well with, you know, this team literally playing for nothing. But, man, Neil, that contract, I think he's making 90-something million over the next three years or something like that. Probably not an easy contract to move. But, I don't know, you like to think that somehow, some way, Kevin Love would get moved because, uh, I don't know, it just kind of feels like a waste him being on the Cavs. Um, one last, one very last thing on the Cavs. I've, I've, I've uh, gotten some questions about Larry Nance. I think he's worth a stash. If Kevin Love does get moved, I think he will. I hope he does. I think Larry Nance is a guy who could, you know, it's been a really rough season for Larry Nance. But if he can just get healthy, I believe the injury he's dealing with now is nothing serious. We may see him back in a week. I think Larry Nance could be a guy that emerges in the second half. So I'm stashing him in places where it's not hurting me. And that's all I got on the Cavs. Any closing thoughts, Neil? Yeah, not a bad stash either. I think he could get a lot of run down the stretch. Um, then again, I thought he was going to more run this season. Yeah. I, I drafted him and in the league and then ended up dropping him because he clearly wasn't. Um, I thought he was going to fit the beeline system. Clearly, yeah. that's not the case. But um, – I don't know. I think he's someone. He's one of these guys that um, I think teams want to still evaluate. So maybe he does get more run down the end, and he doesn't need a lot of minutes to be fantasy relevant. So yes. uh, if you can't afford to stash him, I would, but um, I wouldn't run out to get him either. At yeah. The same time. Good point. Probably a guy you can wait until it looks closer that he's going to emerge as a viable guy. You could probably wait more later down the line. Anyways, let's move on to the next game. Uh, The Memphis Grizzlies taking on the Phoenix Suns. The Grizzlies getting the victory 121 to 114. This is just right after, uh, I believe they had a surprising win against the Lakers. The, I mean, I'm sorry, against the Clippers the other night. So, um, rolling a little bit here oh so i'm gonna look in on the memphis side of this game first i'm gonna start with jjj jaron jackson jr 15 points three blocks one steal three assists eight rebounds three threes on six of 14 shooting from the field you know after a shaky start he's been really coming on um dylan brooks had 19 points two assists Four rebounds, five threes on seven of 15 shooting from the field. I've seen him uh, definitely a viable guy in deeper leagues and fouled out of this one. Six fouls, so this line could have been better. Uh, Their wonder kid rookie, John Morant, 13 points to go along with seven assists, three rebounds, one three on four of eight shooting from the field. He was a perfect four of four from the line. Did have six turnovers tonight, so it wasn't all great from Jaw, but uh, for the most part, he's been pretty good this year. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas, 30 points to go along with two blocks, a steal, four assists, eight rebounds, three threes tonight on an efficient 12 of 16 shooting from the field. This is an outstanding game from uh, Valanciunas. Jay Crowder, who completely went bonkers in the last game, uh, fell off a cliff in this one. Only three points 
in 25 minutes, but he did have two assists, five rebounds, um, and one three. So it wasn't all bad, but Jay Crowder um, definitely kind of falling back to earth in this one. Brandon Clark, I love this guy, uh, but, you know, 22 minutes off the bench. I really hope that they turn this guy loose as the season goes on. 10 points for Clark, one block, seven rebounds. I think he's capable of a lot more. A a very efficient five of seven shooting from the field. Another guy that I'm stashing in deeper leagues is DeAnthony Melton. This guy per minute can really contribute. Eight points, two blocks, two rebounds in just 16 minutes. Man, I, I, my fingers are crossed. Um, We've seen in previous games Melton getting minutes next to Ja Morant. And I think if at some point he can get minutes in like the mid to lower 20s, I think Melton could be a standard league uh, relevant guy. But until then, just keep him on your watch list. Unless you're in deep leagues, I've already picked him up in some deeper, like uh, 14 team in deeper leagues. Um, Other than that... Not much to talk about. I'm trying to think if there's any other. Um, maybe Tyus Jones is the guy I'll mention real quick. In 20 minutes, he had five points, six assists, two rebounds. But uh, in standard leagues, I don't think you can really trust um, nobody else I can think about. Neil, what do you think of the Grizzlies? Adrian, I'm so happy that Memphis played tonight so we could talk about Jaron Jackson Jr. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing I know about you is that you love Triple J. Yes. And he delivered tonight, and he has been having a pretty good season. Yes. You know, um, there's a lot of hype, but obviously he is a young, a great young player who's only going to get better So as this team gets better. So good to see him have a great night. Um, like you said, Jonas Valanciunas had a monster night. Jay Crowder, very up and down. He's someone who I think is worth owning and starting. You just have to. Um, these are going to happen every every other or every third game. But I think if overall he's a decent player, especially in twelve team or deeper formats. Um, uh, let's see. In terms of the starters, that's really. I mean, John Morant's obviously taken. Dylan Brooks, I'm not fully trusting, um, but uh, he could do okay. I'm glad you talked about DeAnthony Melton. I've not seen him play, so I can't comment on him. But like you said, he has a decent per minute stat line. And then uh, Brandon Clark, like you, I hope he gets more time. He's taking him all my leagues just because he's so efficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his percentages are such a good anchor um, if you want to kind of shore up the field goal percentage. Um, and if he ever gets 26 to 28 minutes, he'll be you know in the top 75. So uh, slow-mo um, <laughs> hasn't really – he's never come around to fantasy value this year and same uh, – same with Tyus Jones. I thought he might get a little bit of a run here, but um, like you said, can't really trust him in, in shallow leagues or, or standard leagues. So not much really to pick up on here, except um, if someone drops Drake Jay Crowder after tonight, maybe maybe you think about picking him up. Um, all right, on the Phoenix side, uh, they've got uh, Aiton is now back in full swing, so I'm going to start with him. 31 minutes, 14 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks. Great night from him, 7-14 shooting. Go over to their uh, captain here, uh, Devin Booker. Um, 40 points, two rebounds, six assists on 13 of 20 shooting. So very efficient night. 13 of 14, James Harden-like free throw line. Um, Ricky Rubo has been fantastic for Phoenix. Uh, nine points tonight, three rebounds, eight 
assists, two steals, on four of 11 shooting. Solid fantasy, although tonight was, a, I guess, a little bit on the downside, but still eight, eight assists. Aaron Baines, almost double-doubles, nine points, nine rebounds, one assist. I had had him, Adrian. Um, I picked him up when he got dropped, uh, thinking that he might play alongside Aiton for a while, but it's just the stat line's kind of boring, so I'm kind of, I dropped him again. But he is he is starting and playing high 20 minutes, so um, someone to consider if he's out there if you need need a big man. Uh, I guess uh, the other story is uh, oh, Kelly Oubre's having a fantastic season. Someone I wish I had drafted. 17 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists, and a steal. Um, not very efficient from the field. 6 of 18, but they go 4 of 4 from the line. And then off the bench, uh, Mikel Bridges, someone who's kind of also a uh, fringy player. Tonight, 12 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, 1 block. Always go with defensive stats. 4 of 7 shooting, 3 of 3 from the line, and a 3-pointer. He's someone I keep my eye on, uh, Adrian, but it's been really hard for me to pull the trigger and pick him up. Um, I think there's always just better options out there. So not much to take away from uh, this game. I guess if Aaron Baines is out there and you need some you know, some percentage and some rebounds, he can help, but I don't know if I really trust him that much. What are your thoughts on the Suns? Man, it's funny hearing you talk about Baines because I, too, picked him up Right when I heard he was starting next to eight, and I think that first game, I think it was just this last game, had a nice had a nice stat line. I picked him up in a bunch of places, and you know, even though tonight was not good, no defensive stats, uh, you know, didn't hit double digit rebounds or points. I still like that he got the twenty, he got the start and got twenty six minutes. Frank Kaminsky's out, I think, for a little while. So I'm still going to hang on to Baines just to see if, um, you know, I think tonight could have been much better. The, the shot wasn't falling, was only 3 of 10 from the field. If that shot was falling, this line, and if he would have gotten just like one or two defensive stats, this line could have been much better. So I'm going to stick with him, but I do hear you, Neil. In, in shallower leagues, like standard shallower leagues, there might be a better guy. But in a lot of leagues, I'm really desperate for big men stats. For some reason, I went really heavy point guard. So in, in a, quite a few of my leagues, I really need help with some boards and blocks. So I'm going to stick with Baines a little while longer. The only other thing I want to add is uh, Mikel Bridges, man. I feel like I actually got to see some of this game. And that I feel like they got to find a way to get this guy uh as a bigger part of the rotation because he's a talented guy really shows glimpses of it even here tonight. And so I wish they would like, I feel like um, in another setting on another team, he would be outstanding, but on this team coming off the bench is like a fourth or fifth option. He's really tough to trust kind of as you were alluding to, but uh, I, I feel like this guy can be so much better if they just can find a way to get him a better role or something. I don't know. And uh, I don't know. That's about all I got. Any closing thoughts on the Suns, Neil? Yeah, I mean, I wish it was there, too. I think you're right about Baines. Uh, maybe I'm just being a little little worried that he's just going to be, you know, someone who's just kind of there out there. But perhaps he will put up solid stats going forward like he did last night. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's all I got. Um all right, I think you know. I think that's it. We got one more game left, but it's the Lakers and the Pistons going into the fourth quarter. I'm gonna let Neil go. I'm gonna come back and do that last game for you guys on my own. 
Neil, this has been outstanding, man. I, I truly miss you, brother. This is great talking to you again, man. What, uh, where, where can the listeners find you at? Are, are you working on anything? Anything you want to plug or anything like that? Oh, yes. Well, there is a betting podcast coming out for Hoopball. Uh, perhaps if you've been listening to Dan Bass, he's been talking about it. Um, it's going to be four of us uh, who are going to be the uh, main contributors on the podcast. Um, and I'm not sure the exact drop date, but I think we're going to start at some point this month. So look for that. Um, I don't think we even have a name yet, although I could be wrong about that. So, <laughs> Dan, Dan's leading the charge, and I've, I'm just kind of a hanger on. Anyway, uh, so I'll be, be doing that. And then, Adrian, it's uh, th- this takes me right back to last year. So this has been a blast. Thanks for having me on. And uh, I'd be happy to come back anytime. So uh, Hey, Good, uh, you... You should not have said that because I'm going to be calling you to come on some more because this has been great, man. I I miss you, brother. This has been outstanding. All right, you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'll be back. Hello. I'm back for the final game of the evening, the Detroit Pistons versus the L.A. Lakers. The Lakers getting the victory 106-99. Let's take a look at the Detroit side of this game first. Um, the... Pistons backcourt uh, starters Frazier and Snell not doing much at all in this one. It's really Derrick Rose is the guy you want to own in the Detroit Pistons backcourt. He had 28 points, a steal, a block, five assists, three rebounds. Even though he came off the bench, played 29 minutes, was a perfect 10 of 10 from the line. He added two threes, shot eight of 19 from the field. The other guy who's pretty intriguing is Bruce Brown, who in 27 minutes, he only had six points, one steal, five assists, six rebounds, um, shot two of seven from the field, a perfect two of two from the line. But he's another guy that's kind of intriguing um, and really interesting in the front court that Dumbuya and Wood, Christian Wood, got the start next to each other. Both guys getting 30 minutes, over 30 minutes. Both guys scoring 11 points in this one. Um, and I would um, I would be holding both of those guys in the hope that, not hope, but in the chance that Blake Griffin gets shut down. I think both of those guys are worth an add. Uh, I give the slight edge to Dumbuya, who um, just has a higher usage rate than Wood at this point. I think we saw Dumbuya play more minutes in the last one, and in this game, he took 12 shots compared to Christian Wood's six shots, and um, so I think both those guys are definitely worth a look. Andre Drummond, uh, 12 points, 18 rebounds, four blocks of steal. You know, Lakers never a great matchup for any team, uh, really good defensively, and uh, we're seeing a lot of these Detroit Pistons a lot of bad lines from the Detroit Pistons. The other interesting thing I want to add is uh, I've seen Luke Kennard hit the wire in a few leagues, and I think he's definitely worth an add for when he gets back. Um, if Blake Griffin does end up getting shut down, I think Kennard sees a big usage spike and just sees a nice uptick Um in scoring and his his numbers seem to get a boost when Blake is out of the lineup as they did at the beginning of the season. Um the other guy that's slightly interesting is Sfima Hailuk 
14 points, 3 steals, 2 assists, 1 rebound, 4 threes in 32 minutes. So a lot of interesting fringy guys that could be good second half uh, fantasy plays uh, into the back end of the season. So um, keep an eye on the Detroit Pistons. They're interesting. Also, of course, the trade rumors we have been hearing about Andre Drummond. Uh, Woj saying that the Pistons are talking to a few teams. Uh, Andre Drummond said today that he hopes he stays in Detroit. And with he, I believe he said he wants to finish his career there. So uh, definitely interesting situation as far as Blake Griffin goes. Oh man, I was lucky not to draft him anywhere. And if you have him, man, it is really looking bleak. Um, feels like a lost season for Blake. All right, um, let's check out. Let me just make sure I didn't miss any injuries or anything. Canards out. Markeith Morris out, out of this one. Reggie Jackson has been gone for some time although we could see Reggie Jackson back soon you know he could be an interesting add in deeper leagues although I mean he has missed the entire year didn't have a preseason didn't have a training camp so um, I mean it could be a really slow start for Reggie Jackson um, all right let's look over on the Lakers side of this game first and I'll just add man they had a block party 20 total blocks for the Lakers tonight. Anthony Davis had eight. JaVale McGee had six. Dwight Howard had five. So that front court of the Lakers just um, really uh, dominant in this one. Um, Avery Bradley left this game with, I believe it was an ankle injury. Um, did not return. Contavious Caldwell Pope also left this game briefly briefly with I believe was also an ankle injury but did return started in the second half um, Bradley not looking too good in this one only five points Danny expect him to probably miss a few games Danny Green had seven points um, not too much from him LeBron James double a uh, triple double 21 points 11 assists 14 rebounds just continuing his stellar season 10 of 21 from the field one two for the line anthony davis with a monster game i mean he almost had a quadruple double here 24 points 11 rebounds i'm sorry he did not almost have a quadruple double i thought he had um i thought he had double digit assists he did not two assists three steals did flirt with the triple double with eight blocks it's just unbelievable also shot nine of ten from the line gave you a three seven of 16 from the field javel mcgee got the start he had 9.6 blocks three rebounds it's a good game from him off the bench caruso had a decent had a nice line 13 points two steals three assists three rebounds on five and nine shooting in 24 minutes he was also three of five from the line so not really too much to talk about here the lakers we know their deal it's lebron it's anthony davis and uh everyone else man very fringy really tough to trust um really hard uh, kuzma only four points in 21 minutes some a little bit of buzz that kuzma could get traded he's like the only really 
trade asset on this team. Feels like if the Lakers did kind of want to make a move, shake things up, he would be the guy. Um, we've seen Lakers have great success without Kuzma playing well, so he kind of feels like he's ex- expendable. Um, so another situation to kind of look out for there. All right, you guys, I think that's all I've got for the Pistons and the Lakers. Uh, Lakers are really rolling here, 28-7, and seven, first place in the West, and just uh, they've been pretty good. If they can stay healthy, man, they look like the team to beat in the Western Conference. And uh, lastly, I would like to thank Neil Rochelani again for joining me on today's show, filling in for uh, the captain. Kurt Beach. It was was really great for me, you guys, to talk to Neil. Uh, just a uh, really good friend. Uh, he and I did the box score breakdown shows. The, we basically did all the shows last year and uh, really missed talking to that guy. So it was really great to uh, be able to talk to him again. Hopefully we can have him on as a fill-in host um, on some future shows going forward. Thank you guys again for listening and for supporting the show. I will be back tomorrow evening with, I believe, Corbin will be joining me. So uh, come back for tomorrow. Thank you guys again. Hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Adrian Benjamin. Thanks so much. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.